Welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local Podcast. I'm Kara Saunders and today we're chatting to Kelly from Do Your Bit NI. We're going to be chatting about how you can easily change the eco-friendly options whenever you're shopping, how she took over the business from Teal and the super personal touch that she adds whenever she's delivering orders and I guarantee you won't know any other business that does this. But before we get into our chat with Kelly, if you enjoy this podcast and I hope you do, Please go over to Apple Podcasts or even our little Facebook page supporting local podcasts and give a review. It would mean the world to me and you can let me know who you want me to chat to next. And now let's go chat to Kelly. So I recently took over Do Your Bit um, in April and it was a new adventure for me, but I had been a part of like the marketing stuff previously before COVID. I was able to go out and to support and work the markets. I have just always been kind of like barefoot outside in the grass kind of girl. Um, even as a kid, I just really loved being outdoors and just like really simple things. So as I kind of grew up learning about like the eco-free movement and things like that, mm-hmm. the lifestyle, I was like, oh yeah, that's totally like right up my alley. Like that <laughs> resonates with what I believe in. It wasn't a hard transition for me at all to be like, oh, I need to take this out of my home and like start buying this instead. So for me, before I took over the business, I was constantly like purchasing all kinds of eco-friendly stuff. Like every birthday and Christmas, I told my family like, get me a do your bit voucher. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit about me. I just really like the simple things in life. I have two cats. I'm married and from America. So I've been here for about five years. Lovely. Yeah, I just really love it here because it is that bit slower pace of lifestyle. And yeah, I feel right at home with that. So whereabouts in America are you from then? (laughs) I'm a little bit from everywhere. My dad was in the military, so we actually traveled quite a bit. We moved like about every two years. So um, the last place I kind of landed was Florida, but mainly it was like other southern states, Tennessee, North Carolina. But yeah, so I graduated high school and college in Florida. So that's kind of like, most people are like, oh, okay, so you're from Florida. But I'm like, but I wasn't raised in Florida. Yeah. I'm not a Floridian. Um, <laughs> it would not be my choice of state to move back to Florida. <laughs> so it's just too hot. I know. I think a lot of people go and do Florida for like a summer holiday, you know, with Universal and Disney World and everything. And we have joked, um, my boyfriend's family, like they love it. And I'm like, I really want to go, but I know like I have naturally curly hair and it'll just puff up and it'll be so warm and sweaty. And I'm like, I want to go to Disney World, but I don't want to be a big sweaty mess. It is a bit miserable on really hot days, not for the faint of heart. Like I have had heat stroke a few times. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of done with the sun, but just stay really hydrated when you visit Florida and you'll be okay. Yeah, you definitely made a complete culture shock in a way, like moving to Northern Ireland, like you will never probably get heat stroke here. Thank goodness, oh my gosh. And no like poisonous animals like snakes and spiders and yeah. stuff where there's the alligators coming at you from the water. So yeah, I feel really safe here. <laughs> so what was it like taking over from Teal then whenever she decided to, was it move back to Canada, I think? Mm-hmm. So how yeah. did you kind of get in touch with her and between the two of you obviously decided to take it over so early this year Teal reached out to me and she was like hey like I have something big I've been wanting to ask you it was a bit of a shock because we'd all just been in lockdown for so long yeah so Teal knew I was leaving my previous employer um and wanting to go full-time like self-employed when Teal and I first met a few years ago I had said to her like I would really love to have my own like refill store and then so she kind of like talked me through that and how 
on something like this. Yeah. So it was honestly, I was like so honored and taken aback that she one was leaving Northern Ireland, and two that she wanted me to consider taking it over. And it was kind of like she'll laugh if she hears this because it was like an ultimatum. Like Kelly, if you don't take this, like I'm, I'm just gonna close it down. Like oh, no. don't really have any other options. <laughs> I was like, okay, well that is not an option. You um, have to so do this for me. We talked through like the logistics of everything, but it was more like I didn't have to second guess whether or not I was going to say yes. I just needed to figure out how it was going to happen. So we talked through all of that, and it was honestly just like perfect timing with everything, even like finances to be able to purchase a small business. Kind of all just fell into place. It happened very fast. She trained me over a few days and constantly like available for me. That's um, so I have sweet. Like every other week. So <laughs> she's still very much like in that supporting role. And yeah. It was her first baby. So from January to about the start of April um, was our transition period. Lovely. It seems like she definitely chose the right person to take it over. And hopefully, like, I cannot wait to see where you go with it as well. So, what would an average day look like for you then? So every day is a little bit different. A few months in, and I'm still trying to learn how to plan my schedule around the typical like needs of the business. So I try to do um, Mondays as like get ahead of the week. Okay. Um, so yesterday was a Monday, and it was very busy. It was a lot of emails, filling out like applications for local markets, um, creating content, and depending on how many orders come in over the weekend, that sort of thing. I'll usually do deliveries on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, although more so recently it's just been like a Tuesday and a Wednesday, so it kind of varies, but yeah, yesterday I actually did deliveries as well, <laughs> so um, I got those out of the way, so it was a nice drive out to like Ballinahinch and another one quite local, so it's nice, I really, that was something I brought into the business was doing the local deliveries, yeah. on shipping, but it also gives you an opportunity to see new parts of Northern Ireland and Absolutely. also like just to like meet my customers. Yeah, so that's kind of what a typical day looks like. Making sure I'm engaging with people with social media <laughs> depending on if there's like restock, like a, a box came in yesterday. So I had to update the stock numbers on the website and um, I've got some new products coming so I have to get those up on the website Amazing. as well. So it's just kind of a mixture every day but I try to keep it like deliveries just on one day, content on another day but it doesn't always work out that way. I know. I think with like a small business, you can plan and plan. And then when the day comes, like the plan goes out the window and you just kind of have yeah. to roll with it. But that is so sweet that you introduce the local delivery because I don't think I know anyone who's doing that. Like, do you know most places you just stick it in the post box and then you just wait a few days? But it's so special and so personal that you will literally drive to somebody's house, like drive across Northern Ireland for it. Yeah, I mean... As far as, like, the radius, it's maybe only, like, 20 miles, but I think part of my different perspective of, like, culture, like, coming from America, like, I drove an hour to work and an hour back home, so I'm still, like, I just love driving, and I love meeting people face-to-face, and honestly, like, helped me get out of the house, you know, being, like, a natural introvert and, like, staying inside, that just gives me a reason to get out and see and interact with people. I love it. I absolutely love it. I know, like, it's so funny when you think of the difference kind of here driving to, like, America or Canada. Um, I know my dad was in Canada years ago. He was on a week group trip and they bumped into this group of guys and they were like, oh, look at you lift, um, like, back to the hotel or something. So they did that and then, like, I think my dad 
and the boys like invited them in for a drink and they were like oh where do you live and they're like oh just up the road and it was like an hour away <laughs> they have to over an hour away and they're like oh just up the road like if I said do you I live up the road I mean like I can walk there in five minutes do you know what I mean I think it's just crazy like the difference and the fact you drive an hour you used to drive an hour to work every day and then back it's insane yeah I don't know I would ever go back to doing that <laughs> but yeah I think like because the scenery is so beautiful here and because I can do deliveries during the day when traffic's not too heavy and things yeah. like that it really does make it that much more enjoyable absolutely and I'm sure people are so much more excited to get the delivery as well because they get to meet you and they get to have a chat and like it doesn't just arrive you know in the post yeah that awkward moment last week when someone's door was like kind of cracked open their oh, front no. door was like left open and I was like I'm not really sure what to do here like there was no <laughs> doorbell or anything so that was a fun encounter but everybody else has been quite like <laughs> hi thanks for the order and it's been like that's so sweet I'm sure it's also a great way to see Northern Ireland because there's areas like I know even if I go for a drive somewhere I'm like I didn't even know this was here and I've lived here forever you know so it must be so nice for you Absolutely. I'm like continually adding things to my list of places to, oh. to visit and see. Like, honestly, there is so much to do here. 100%. So, what do you think it would be your favorite product that you stock then? Ooh, this is a really hard one because I'm sure you know here that we have like a few different kind of collections of items mm-hmm. around the house kind of thing. So, personally, I would say like, because I'm like, gosh, I use quite a few products. Daily, but it, it has to be the two-in-one shampoos like yeah. they are one of our best sellers but they literally last ages and whenever I think about the fact that like I'm literally just using a bar shampoo with conditioner, it works amazing like it just lathers so well how many like plastic bottles of shampoo and conditioner like I'm saving I just can't get over the quality of the product like it's honestly so good and I think when even like my father-in-law heard about like shampoo bars he's like what What's <laughs> how does that even work and now like he's completely hooked so I just love like even sharing like about the shampoo bars because if you've never tried it it does sound like a weird concept but once you try it you're like okay I get it this is a great swap I know shampoo bars are actually one that I've been meaning to do for ages but I'm almost too nervous to do it because people have said do you know the first few times that you wash your hair like it just feels so weird I'm like but there's so many different types and it is one I'm like I need to do I am obsessed so I have do you like the little cotton pads not cotton pads like bamboo pads or whatever I'm obsessed with them especially wear makeup and all every day I'm like yeah, and it's so important to continue to wash them as often as you use them so that they stay good in use, but also for, you know, for your skin not to, you know, break out. And yeah. Like that. But, like, anytime, like, I always encourage people, like, if you see, like, influencers doing makeup tutorials or um, skincare tutorials and they're using, like, the store-bought, you know, one-use makeup wipes, tag me or send them a link those people like would be so interested in trying you know a new product and small things like that it's like oh my gosh okay you're using great skincare and like glass bottles and stuff but like you're still using reusable or sorry single use um wipe get them the the stuff over absolutely and I think the thing is like a lot of people don't know it can be an awkward line you know like so you don't just say to somebody like why are you using this you need to use this or like you could use this instead like you'll save so much money it's better for you it's better for the environment like why are you not doing it absolutely 
So how do you come up with new products and things? Do you kind of source them yourself or do you come up with them and think like, I want this, I will go and try and find it and get it made? So there's a few ways of kind of like the way that research would kind of work with like wholesalers. They have like a variety of products. So it's very often that when a new product kind of comes in on the market, like I'll get an email about it so I can kind of research, does this fit, you know, our brand as do your bit? Is it something that people here locally would use? So I would do polls quite often as well. Like okay. ask people, you know, what products do we not currently have that you would like to see? Or um, I recently did a post asking people, you know, what was the hardest part of going to a low-waste lifestyle? And actually a lot of people were saying with plastic packaging in the supermarket. So there's not much I can personally do about that yeah. as far as creating a new product. But I now know that that's an issue and maybe I can start pushing like local, you know, shopping local farmers markets and bringing your own bags and things like that. But I know that's not suitable for everyone, but a better research and just really understanding like the customers here, because there are things that'll do well in America and things that'll do well in England, but it might not actually do well here. So it's a bit of, yeah, it's a bit of research asking good questions. One of the things we have are the beeswax wraps. Yeah. I know there's a really huge like vegan community here. So I had recently sourced like a new um, alternative to these last wraps, which is a vegan wrap. So I'm going to see how those do. And it's like, you know, you can bring a product in and if it doesn't do well, like you don't have to keep it yeah. in the store. But I was like, you know, maybe people want another option, you know, to the, to the these last wraps. So it's just a bit of research and making sure you really understand you know, your customers. How did lockdown affect you? Because obviously you kind of, I think did a transition during lockdown um, and took over from Teal and obviously it is a mostly online business but you would have different markets and things so did you see like a drop did you see a big increase or because it's mostly online was it kind of steady enough? So online sales did increase a bit I think there was a huge push here in Northern Ireland for supporting local and that did really help however like any small business owner like it's their livelihood yeah you know, what pays my bills and puts food on my table. So any kind of change in income impacts me personally as well. And so, and I'm sure Tia would have said the same, like, so whenever you lose out on markets, markets are honestly one of the most funnest thing about being a small business owner like myself, what do your best does. So not only are you losing out on like the funnest part of the job, but you're also losing out on other income that you would have been reliant on before COVID hit. So even though that took a hit, online sales did continue steady enough um, because more people were buying online, Mm -hmm. um, the big pushes for supporting local here in Northern Ireland and things like that. So yeah, that would kind of be how we were affected. However, it's been so nice that like markets have been able to open back up most of the outdoor ones. There were some of our regular ones that still have not opened back up because they would be based like inside buildings and they just haven't figured out how to do that. Well, yeah, I know St. George's has opened back up. Yeah. Has opened back recently. So maybe others will follow soon, but it's all about keeping people safe. We were affected a bit, but not like too bad that we couldn't keep going. If anything, like the new like protocol thing that's going on right now, that's going to possibly be an issue more for small businesses like myself who bring products in from yeah. like the other like mainland UK. So we're just kind of keeping an, an ear to the ground for that kind of stuff. But 
there. And I would say, like, you know, from my personal perspective, you know, our website and like that kind of keeps the track of analytics. And, yeah. And so I can kind of see where the sales volume has been even since before I took over and how steady it has been. So I continue to encourage people to shop local because even right now with COVID, more so just the small businesses, but it's like we can all benefit rebuilding the economy. Yeah. Here. You know, if you can buy local, do it because we're rebuilding our economy in Northern Ireland. You know, don't shop Amazon if you, if you can help it, you know. And if you, like, don't know where to get things from, like, most small businesses will point you in the right direction. You know, if you're like, oh, well, I want to start getting, you know, local produce, I can send you some links. Yeah. You know, just, just be willing to ask questions and maybe take that extra time because it's going to benefit all of us in the long run to rebuild our economy here as well a hundred percent i know i think it's so important like i literally live on etsy everything i buy is from etsy yeah. but i will even go in and you can choose where the seller's from and we'll literally be like northern ireland and go sorry and go sorry or if do you know if it's not what i want i'm like mm, ireland mm, uk do you know but like i won't go broader than yeah. uk so it's the really little things like that like you can get, let's say, candles. Like, obviously, you can get big candles in everywhere, even like big supermarkets and things. But if you go to a smaller retailer, like a local business, there's so much more thought and work that goes into it, which is what I'm like obsessed with. Like, I know Olivia's Haven with every candle, there's a complete story behind it, and oh, I'm just obsessed with it. It really does. It really, really does make a difference. And that was one of the things Teal set up the year bit with kind of like the ethos of support local as much as you can. If you can't source what you're looking for in Northern Ireland, then go to UK and very rarely Europe if possible uh, or if necessary. But like that's the, the furthest we would go to source any of our products. And we even changed like going back to beeswax rough, like we used to source them elsewhere and then the company went the company actually moved outside of Northern Ireland to Europe and so Teal went back and resourced yeah. to find one local. So whenever you're shopping with your bit, like that is something that like even I continue to uphold because I really believe like that's super, super important. Absolutely. Um, and that's a value that we want to want to keep. I love that. Um do you have any other exciting things that you kind of tease coming soon, obviously apart from your vegan beast wraps? Yeah, so there's loads that I am like kind of forecasting, but there's a huge partnership coming up soon, um, oh, and actually we'll be launching. <laughs> well, there's a few actually. It's been crazy. Like they're all kind of happening like soon. And where do you think you would like to be in the future? Like obviously, I think you just taken over, so that's going to be a big daunting. But say like five years time, do you think you'd want to have do your bit as a refill store, like as you wanted to do originally? Or do you want to keep it online, like have a bigger team? Like what do you think would be the dream? Funny enough, you ask that because I like think about this all the time. <laughs> I think like having a storefront is like great. And then I was like, oh, but then I won't be able to do deliveries anymore. So it's like, it's trying to balance, you know, the growth of the company, but also withholding your values. So yeah, I think keeping it personal. Um, yeah. Like having a store, like you can still keep that quite personal. However, a lot of overhead. So I think I would always keep that as an option for sure. I know a lot of people like local small businesses here would start like doing the markets and online sales and then move into like a store and never do markets again. So it's kind of like, how does that play into like your family 
um, lifestyle. Yeah. So, like, we don't currently have kids. So, like, the things of, like, markets and local deliveries is totally, like, fine. But maybe when we do have children, that might not be as suitable. So, definitely open to the concept of, like, growing and maybe having a, a storefront someday. Always, like, we'll keep the online sales because that's just the way buying is going these days. <laughs> yeah, I do have <laughs> I do have bigger plans, just like widening the amount of products we have. It just takes time. One of the things that I decided to do was join the Go For It program. So yeah. I'm in the process of um, that application and getting paired up with it and put together a business plan. So Amazing. Um, I kind of felt like I'm going to start now. I might as well start like with a good foundation. So mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to putting the business plan together and that will kind of include all of those types of things and how realistic it is, you know, yeah. to do those in a certain time frame. So yeah, lots of planning is in the work and I definitely imagine Deerba is going to continue on for a long time. And ideally, like I would love to have more, like I would love to have staff. I would love to have a, a team. Like, I have people that I know personally who I'm like, I would love to just be able to hire you <laughs> and bring you on the team. And, you know, it's just not realistic. Like, at the moment, uh, it takes a lot to grow a small business to the point where then you can uh, afford to pay someone a decent salary as well. Yeah. You, you don't want to underpay people at all. Like, to get a good quality, like, staff um, does take a lot of funding. And I don't even know, like how to do that as a small business yet i'm looking into how to grow and expand in the next coming years amazing i cannot wait to see what you do but just to wrap up do you have any advice for other small businesses definitely would say work with other small businesses like partner with them do collaborations um because the small business community here is so like welcoming like i know so many small businesses that I personally, like, would never buy from anyone else except for them. Yeah. Um, once you get to know other people, like, they're so, so supportive and helpful. And, like, even with the markets and stuff, you know, there are things that other business owners told me um, before Teal trained me and things like that. And it was, like, it was just so nice that other people are there for you as well. So definitely link up with other small businesses. Do collaborations, you know, do, like, giveaways that, feature your product and their product and just a great way to network um and then of course like if you don't have a business plan or like anything like that look towards the the city council for that support i think northern ireland is very very well off with the way the amount of help and support that is out there for small businesses here um definitely way more than i would have ever had if i tried to set up a small business in florida like what has it been like do it all yourself kind of thing like it's very very few charities or anything like that that would support so talk to your local council talk to other small businesses and don't do it alone (laughs) definitely don't do it alone absolutely I think collaborations are so so important and even um like some businesses will do like a proper like limited edition product release with other businesses and it's a fantastic way to find out about other businesses because you'll literally be buying their product as well doing these interviews and podcasts all businesses seem to be so supportive of other ones and even if like another business is doing something so similar like the people will still reach out and people will still help so I think that is just super important it's been such a blessing like I just I went from like living here for five years and taking a few years to really feel like at home and accepted and like that I had, you know, community. And it was like, 
see as soon as I stepped into the small business world, the community just like kind of hugs you. Yeah. So yeah, it's so so nice. That's amazing. So thank you so much, Kelly, for coming on today. It was so lovely to chat to you. And I'm just obsessed with Do You Rit. I cannot wait to see what new products you release. <laughs> There's definitely more coming. So, um, yeah, just keep in touch, Karis. And it was so lovely for you to invite me on. Um, I really appreciated coming on and having a chat. Oh, no problem at all. And if you want to go and check out Do Your Bit and I, all links for everything will be in the description as usual. You know the drill. And they have different eco-friendly products for like your bathroom, your kitchen, on the go, gift sets, everything, you name it. She has an environmentally friendly option for you. So make sure to go over and check out her website and everything that she does. And I will see you next week for a brand new episode.